So it's Pashas Vayigash, it's the third, third Pasha that deals exclusively with the story of Yosef and his brothers, which is obviously a very difficult soge uh, to uh, comprehend what was going on, and uh, we're not even going to attempt, but, but, you know, that everything that's in Torah, Torah is Miloshin Hoiro'o, Torah is Miloshin Lesson, and uh, we're meant to learn lessons from the stories in the Torah Avada. And uh, maybe there's, there are things that we can learn, not that we're making statements about the Shvotim, not about Yosef, not about the Machlokes, but what what we can take for ourselves from this story. So, you know, in this week's parish it says, V'lo yochol Yosef l'his'apek l'chol hanitzovim olav. He could no longer restrain himself. He could, could, could no longer control himself. L'chol hanitzovim olav, as they were all standing there, the Mitzrim was standing around him. Vayikro hoitziu kol ishme olai. So he reveals himself to his brothers when the, all the Mitzram are gone. But we see, he can no longer control himself. And that's why he made sure that all the Mitzram leave. But it seems that if he would be able to be misapik, if he would be able to control himself a bit longer, he would have continued to pretend he would have continued to act as a stranger. He only revealed his identity because he was loy yochel Yosef lehis apek. And we find that uh, very schwer because uh, what was he trying to, why would he keep on torturing them? Why would he want to go on uh, and be misnaker elehem? We see that Yosef really had nothing personal against his brothers. As soon as he revealed himself, it says, They couldn't respond. They were startled. Yes, so what happens? Yosef says, Don't feel bad. Don't feel sad. Yeah, HaKadosh Baruch sent me here to, to bring life to the world. So, he sounds uh, pretty much like he's not even upset. So why why was he gonna continue to be misnaker elehem if if and if he would be able to be misapek and he only revealed himself to his brothers because veloy yochel yosef lehisapek? Why did he make them bring Binyamin down? There's another question. Yosef knew Avada how much pain his father is experiencing all these years, and the distance between Mitzrayim and Hebron is only a distance of a few days. So how is it that Yosef is the Mishnah Lamelech in Mitzrayim for nine years already, and he doesn't uh, bother sending a message to his father that he's alive and well? In Parshish Miketz, you know, Kapitel Membeis Pasek Zion, it says, Vayar Yosef es Echov, Vayar Yosef es Echov, Vayakirim, he recognized them. Vayisnaker elehem, he acted as a stranger. Vayidaber itom koshois, he spoke harshly to them. Vayoyma elehem, me'ayin bosem, where you from? Vayoyma me'eretz knan, lishbor oichel. Vayakir Yosef es echov, 
Vehem lohikiruhu. Yosef recognized his brothers, but they didn't recognize him. Vayizkor Yosef esachaloimus asherholam lohem. Vayoymer lohem. Miraglematim. He remembered his dreams and he accused them of being spies. So, what's the Hemshech HaKosuf? What does it mean? Vayizkor Yosef esachaloimus. How does this come into here? So Rashi says, Asherholam lohem, alehem. He saw now that the dream, his dreams came true because they bowed down to him. So how does that explain anything? So the Ramban actually says, That the way to read this Pesach is Pumfaket. When he saw that his brothers are bowing, bowing down to him, he remembered all the dreams that he dreamt about them. That one of the dreams did not yet come true. Because he knows that all the brothers have to be mishtachavim. And the Kabon Shuloiroa es Binyomini Mohem, since he didn't see Binyomin amongst them. Khoshaf Zoisa Tahbula Shiali Lalehem. So that's why he thought of this trick that he's going to tell the Miraglamatem and he's going to bring about that Binyomin should come. And Binyomin will will bow down to him too. Lakayim Hachaloim. And the Ramban goes on to say, Valkain, Loy Rotso Lahagid Lohemani Yoisifachem, the Loimar, Maharu. But he didn't want that to happen because he wanted Binyamin to come and bow down to him. And he and the Ramban adds, the Ilule came, if not for this Khajbin, Hoyo Yosef Khoite Khait Godl, it's Sire Oviv, Ula Hamida Yomim Rabim, Kishokul Vovel Al Shimoin Vaolov. If if it wasn't because if it wasn't for the fact that that Yosef did this in order to make the dreams come true, it would have been a chait gadol to be Mitzair, his father, for such a long time. Even if he would want to cause his brother some tsar, his father is guilty of nothing. How does he have not, not have Rachmanus on his father? Okay, and he goes on and on that the whole thing was in order to that the chaloimis should be miskay. So also says the goyin and the aderes elio. He says vayiskor yosef es chaloimis lo hidia shekol ma sheosa lo yosa elo ekev tzid kosoi. So Yosef did all this in order to bring about the realization of the Chaloimus. But the Akedah doesn't like this at all. In the Sefer Akedah, he says, from Rabbi Yitzchak Arama, he says, Utmihani, Kimatoy Elas Loi B'Shi Yiskaimu. What benefit does Yosef have from the kiyum of the chaloimus? 
even if there is a benefit, this is a sin. I mean, being Messiah's father. He says, The dreams, Hashem that created those dreams, will deliver their pisrim. In other words, man is not in charge of making the dreams come true. He says, Gam It seems like to be a tremendous narishkeit, it's tremendous tipshis. That a person should make an effort to make his dreams come true. Dreams are meant to come true, not midas bailim. Therefore the Akeda is totally against this pshat. Okay, if we don't accept this pshat, so then what is really going on? Why is Yosef playing this game with his brothers? There's another general question in the whole parsha, in this whole in, the, in, in, in this week's parsha. How did the brothers not come? That the one that they're dealing with is Yosef, their brother. On the pasuk vayake Yosef es echavahim lo hikiruhu. Yosef recognized them, but they didn't recognize him. Rashi says, Because when he left them, they were already bearded. Okay, so when they they parted, Yosef didn't have a beard yet, and now he has a beard, so they didn't recognize him. It's hard to understand that this change was so significant that they couldn't recognize him. And and uh, even after the, the they, they, they wined and dined with him, yeah, they still didn't recognize him. It also Chazal say that Ziv Ikunin shall Yosef shall Yaakov, that Yosef looked like his father. So they could have recognized him the Dimian to his father. Probably he looked like his father and his father had a beard. So so they should have still recognized him. Bemis, even without recognizing his, his facial features, they should have understood who he is. I mean, when he was in the base by Tifar, it says he was known as an Ivri, as it says in Kapitel Lamites Yudalit, Vatikro la Anche Besa, Vatoimelohem, Lamar, Ru'u, Hevi Lonu, Ish Ivri, Letzachek Bonu. So, I mean, how many Ivrim were there? Lechera, Ivrim were only the family of uh, Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. So he was known in Egypt as an Ish Mitzri, as the Ish Ivri. And as the Sarah Mashkin says in Kapitel Memal of Posikid Beis, Visham Itonu Nar Ivri. So it was known in, in Mitzrayim that a Nar Ivri, a Hebraic boy, became the Mishnah Lamelech. So how did the brothers not hear about this? And if they heard that an Ish Ivri became the Mishnah Lamelech, I mean, they should have figured that that's their brother. Who else is it? And not only that, it says, When when Yosef sets the table for them, yeah? So it says, they, they, they set separately for Yosef, and for the brothers, Levadam. So during this Suda, it was emphasized that Yosef is an Ivri. 
And it says, Vayeshvu lefonav, habchor kipcharosoi, vatsor kitsiirosoi, vayismuhu ha'anoshim ishorieyu. Oh, they were very, they were, they were, they were surprised that somebody over here knows, I mean, the order of their, their knows their ages and set them up in that way. No. So they should have, uh, started to figure out that the man uh, across the table is Yosef. Yeah. They didn't understand. Utvoyach tevach vahochein. Yeah. Yosef prepares the, the suda. It says, Omar Rabbi Yosef Rebchanin, Maidik Siv Utvoyach tevach vahochein. Show them the base ashkita that they should see that the shkita was done properly. Remove the gid hanoshim in front of them. Rashi says that they shouldn't say about Yosef that he's eating b'sayin achira. Is the half of a fella that I mean he's doing all this and they're not uh, figuring out. I mean it was on the table, so to speak. Yeah, that he's Yosef. Yeah, the, he the, he set the table in that order. He tells them He tells the servants. He he tells them And after all this, they still didn't even consider that maybe this is Yosef. You know, it says, it says like this, it says in this week's parashable, yeah, we say, so in the Midrash Rabbi it says, Abba Koyen Bardala Omar. Oy Lonu Miyoy Madin. Yeah, the 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 the, the day of judgment. Oy Lonu Miyoy Matoicho, the day of rebuke. Why? Because Yosef Kotnan Shal Shvatimhoyo. So he wasn't such an important, uh, he wasn't such an important person in the family of Bnei Yaakov. He was the Kotnan Shoshvatim. They couldn't withstand his Toichecho. How do we know? So if they couldn't withstand the Teichecha of Yosef, we will not be able to withstand the Teichecha of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Lemaise, Yosef didn't tell them anything. He, 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 all he said is, I'm Yosef. So where's the Teichecha? So it must be that Ani Yosef, that's the Teichecha. Meaning, he's saying to them, listen, I'm right in front of you. And and all the signs are, are there that I'm Yosef. How can it be that it's so plain and obvious and you don't and you didn't figure out the reality that's in front of your face? He says, Ani Yosef. That's the The Nivalumiponov is that they were shaken up from the fact that they didn't recognize the truth. That was so obvious. That was so apparent. That was so open. And the Yosef. And that's, that really shook them up because 
they realized how blinded they were that they didn't see that he is Yosef. You know that it's not only that the brothers knew that Yosef is a Mitzrayim, they even were searching for him. It says in the Bracious Rabbah, Parashat Tzadik Alevov, Vayerdu Achei Yosef. Yeah, they went down to get food, Lachar. Vayerdu Achei Yosef. The Medrash asks, Bnei Yisrael Tzorach HaMikroloyma. Why are the Shvatim referred to as Achei Yosef when they go to Mitzrayim? They should be referred to as Bnei Yisrael, the sons of Yaakov. Elo, Betchile Loyno Haguboy Achve Umecharuhu. In the beginning, they didn't treat him like a brother, and they sold him. But at this point, they were already, they regretted it. When will we go to Mitzrayim and bring our brother back to our father? So they all decided, we're going to Mitzrayim. This is an opportunity. We're going to find him. We're going to bring him back home. Okay. Amr Rabbi Yehuda ben Simon, Af Yosef yoidei ahoyo she'echav yordim l'mitzrayim l'shboroich. He knew that they're coming for food. Ma also? Hoyshiv shoimrim al kol apsochim. So all the entrances to Mitzrayim, he had shoimrim over there. V'amal ahem ru'u, kol mishe nichnas l'shboroichel, kisvu shmoi v'shem avim. Write down his name and his father's name. Lo'erev heviu psochim. They brought the tzetlach, yeah, the notes. V'osu kach. Each one came through a different uh, entrance. They brought the, the psokim to Yosef. Now, lock up all the, 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 the food, and there should only be one outlet where, where, where food is distributed. He gave the names of the brothers that arrived to the Bala When these people will come and they'll show you their name, they'll tell you their name, and you have uh, the name uh, written down. So you should take them and bring them to me. But three days passed and the brothers didn't show up to get food. So Yosef knew that they came into Mitzrayim and three days passed and they haven't yet showed up at the food outlet to get food. So he sent Shivim Giborim to go find them in the Shuk. They found the Shvatim in a Shuk Shel Zoynis. The Shvatim thought to themselves, Maybe he's in a Kuba Shel Zoynis. So we see, first of all, that the brothers didn't forget about Yosef, and they were actually looking for him. From the port, from as soon as they came into Mitzrayim, even before they went for the food, they were looking for Yosef to bring him back to the father. They 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 searched and they looked, but in all the wrong places. And why is that? Because their 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 mind was made up about Yosef. They looked in the places where, according to their 
understanding, right, he ought to be. There and only there they looked. But where he really was, yeah, since according to their perception, he wouldn't be there. He, he, so, so not only they didn't look for him, they weren't even able to see him when all the signs showed that he is Yosef. They couldn't even see. Because after a person makes up his mind, he's not willing and he's not able to see what doesn't fit into his narrative, what doesn't fit into how he already made up his mind. He becomes stuck and he, and he's, he's locked into his perception and he can't, he has, he lacks the flexibility to move along with reality. So, I mean, Yosef is in front of them and they're not copying who he is and they're looking for him in the Shuk Shozainis. You know, on the Pasik, Vayipoel al Tzavre bin Yamin, Ochiv, Vayef. Right? So Yosef falls over the Tzavre bin Yamin and he cries, Chazal say, Al Shnei Mikdoshois, Shasidim Liois Bechel Koishel bin Yamin, Vasidim Lechorev. That's the Loshan Rabbin Savorov. It's, he's crying over the two Mikdoshes. So, I mean, why is he crying now about the two Mikdoshes? I mean, this is a, it was at uh, the time of taking Chatzais now. I mean, he's, he's, he's finally meeting his brother, but he, he's not crying because he's so emotional about the meeting. He's crying now about the Mikdoshes that will be in the Chalik of Binyamin, Vasidim Licharv. So the Svasemis says in Tafresh Mem Aleph, Inyan Habchir Shal Yosef Hatzadik, Mechazal Dorshu Alachurbonis. By the way, I think Yosef Hatzadik is the only one in the Ochomish Bereshis, or maybe in the Ochomish that cries, and he cries seven times. So the, 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 so what does it have to do with what's happening over here? And now he's meeting Binyamin. Why is it the time to cry over the Megdoshes? So he says, Yosef could no longer control himself. That's why he reveals his identity. <coughs> It seems from this, that really, he should have controlled himself longer. So the the brothers needed to experience the pain. If they would have experienced a bit more pain, there would be a tiklun gomor for the hate of Mechiris Yosef, and then there would never have been the korbanis. It would have been the tikkun hagomor. So, and therefore, Yosef really wanted to go on with this to bring them to the point where their tshuva and their tikkun will be complete. Vaklal ki avoidas haovois hachana labonim rak shelo yhoyo bekoychoy lisbel kol he couldn't, he couldn't do it anymore. As soon as he couldn't control himself and he had to let go, he knew that there's going to have to be a Churban because the Tikkun wasn't achieved yet. He, he wanted them to bring them to a Tikkun, but he, he, couldn't, he couldn't do it. He couldn't take it anymore. So he had to reveal himself and he immediately realized, so there will be a Churban. There'll be churbanos. 
Yeah, the bit that was left that we have to be masaking. I mean, for many doris were suffering in order to correct the little bit that was left. That the Ovis Vashvatim, their Madrega was so high that with just a minute longer, they could have finished the Tikkun. And since it wasn't finished, since it wasn't complete, we, it takes us doire doiris of suffering to finish that tickle. So the Svasemis is telling us that, um, yeah, this reminds me, by the way, this is as an aside, because there's a, was it the Kedushia Rim, I think, that lost all his children during his lifetime. And he said, maybe 10 or 13 children, and he said, Aza Achzorius, that's what they say. Such an achzorius, something so cruel, only the balarachmim could do. So, oh, 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 oh. So, so what's the, so this really connects with his word. Because the Rabbi Shalom is the balarachmim. He owns the rachamim. He's in full control of the rachamim. And when, when rachamim is not called for, when the tikkun requires achzorius, he can do it. He doesn't have the problem of But Yosef has a problem of And since he had the problem of he couldn't finish the tikkun. Oh, so now we have to explain, I mean, how, how would the pain of the brothers that, that Yosef was causing them, how is that a tikkun for the hate of the Mechira? And, and also, I mean, since we know that all Oinshim are for the purpose of Tikkun, we also have to explain how the Goliaths and the Shmodis are a Tikkun for the Chet Mechiris Yosef. Do you know what it says in Membeis Chafalev, Vayoimru Ish al Ochiv, Avol Ashemim Anachnu al Ochinu, Asheroinu Tzoras Nafshoi Behischananoi Eileinu, Veloi Shomanu, Alkein Bo Eileinu Hatzorah Hazois. The Ramban says, they're focusing now on the Ra'inu Tsoras Nafshoi Bishananoi Eilenu Veloy Shamanu. Alkain Bo Eilenu Atsuraz. They're not focusing on the Mahira. They're focusing on not hearing his Tsoras Nafshoi. Kihoya Achihem Besorum Mishanein Umisnapal of Neim Veloyurachamu. The Sforno says, <laughs> We held that he's a roidif in his We should have still had Rachmonas. So they saw this as a Direct Oynish Mida Keneged Mida for their Achzorius of not having Rachmonis on him. So the Ikechet that needs Tikkun is the Loishamanu Behizchananoi and not the Mechira itself. So Lufize, the whole Vaisnaker Yosef Alecho was really Mechuban to be, to, to accomplish this Tikkun. I mean, there's a story and I'm, I'm sure I'm going to kill it, but because I'm not good at telling stories, but there's a Maise Shehoyo, Shaloi Hoya. That once there was a war, and uh, 
the army, the, the army of the king was, was, was fighting the other king. And for some reason, there was confusion and the king went ahead of his army and he arrived in a town where his arm, that his army hasn't yet conquered. And the, the, he was noticed. So he ran into a Yid's house. The Yid Chapf was going on, so he right away uh, did everything he can to save him. And he hid him uh, in, a, in, a, in a hiding place behind, uh, in a, you know, in, a, in the back room, uh, behind boxes and sacks of, 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 of flour. And uh, Bizwas Ven, yeah, the, the, the soldiers came and they uh, demanded from the Jew that he should... Uh, he should let out the, uh, he should let him out. But, but, uh, the, 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 the Yid said that he doesn't know what they're talking about. Anyway, they, they turned over the boxes and the sacks of the thing. And I kids it. In the end, they finally gave up and they left. When the, when the Sakona passed, so the Yid uh, tells the, 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 the king that, he, that his life was saved. Then, the king, only then the king revealed to him that he's the king. He thought he was some, uh, you know, a, a soldier of the other ar- army. And the king told him that he's thanking him so much, you know, for he saved his life. And soon his soldiers will come and conquer the city. And then he's going to invite him to the palace and he'll give him anything he wants. Anyway, he came afterwards and uh, the king gave him presents, whatever he asked for. But then, the guy said to the king, so tell me, what did it feel like when you were there under the sacks of flour that last minute when they were just about to move that last thing? The king got very upset because a commoner, I mean, talks to a king like that, asks him such personal questions, and he and he immediately told his servants to lock him up, and he has to be killed because he's such a mechotzef. I mean, the Jew cried, and, and, and begged for his life, but nothing helped. I mean, the king says he's a mechuv misa. Anyway, as he's being taken to the gallows, uh, the, the last minute before the, 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 the ropes are being tightened, the, the king says to him, tell me, how do you feel right now? So the Jew starts crying. I mean, how do I feel? It's, it's impossible for me to describe. So he says, okay, that's what I wanted to tell you. You, you, you asked me what it felt like when I was under the sacks of flour when they were moving that last sack. I couldn't tell it to you in words. The only way I was able to, 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 to give you that feeling is by setting up this whole thing and he sent them home. Yeah, because, because, in other words, there are some feelings, yeah, that you can't convey in words. You have to experience it in order to know it. So I'm saying the same thing is over here. It was only through the Vayisnak here, Yosef Alechov, and all the Alilas that the brothers were able to experience what Yosef felt like when they threw him into the bird and they sold him to the Ishmaelim. And only by experiencing this firsthand were they able to really have charota and do tshuva on the ro'inu And with that, they were able to be masakin the kilkul. So it's really those preconceived notions that, 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 that don't allow us to hear and to see the Behishan that's also what, what causes a person, you know, not to, you know, 
not to be able to see the facts in front of him. He's locked into a certain concept. Yeah, he's locked into his take on reality. And he's not attentive to the reality that's evolving in front of him. They're looking for Yosef and Ashuk Shulzonis, but in the base Amalchus, when they're standing connected, uh, and all the signs are that it's him, is Vahem Lohikiruhu. So they really, here they're really learning, they're learning what it means to be locked into a position and not have the ability, not have the flexibility, not have the ability to read what's actually happening. Yeah, that's the Toicheicho of Ani Yosef. He's giving them Musa on the Lohi Kiruhu now and on the Lohi Kiruhu then. Yeah, you were locked into your, your position and to, and, to, and to your opinion and you didn't know me then just like you didn't know me that now. Yeah, you, you don't have that openness, that flexibility, that sensitivity. Well, even though it was and they internalized this but since and they didn't experience it to the end, so it was it wasn't a tikkun gomor, and that's why we need the korbanis and the goliaths in order to be mashlim this tikkun. How are the korbanis and the goliaths mashlim this tikkun? Because you know the pasuk says. Our Gerus in Mitzrayim and in all Goliaths gives us the tools to Yedatem Esnefesh Hager. And that's what, that's what is the Machayev of a Ger Loy Silchatz. So all the Goliaths are really about developing within us the sensitivity, the understanding, the empathy for the outsider, for the underdog. This is all part of the tikkun for the ra'inu betzoras nafshoi shamanu. This is the tikkun for that hate that's nimshik alpnei doire doiris as the svasema says. And you know, <coughs> that really, <coughs> based on the Pasik, <coughs> this is really a bit radical maybe. But it has sources. Based on the Pasik, Kemayim Aponim Lefonim Kainlevadum Laodam. So in every in every argument, in every sinner, there's it's not black and white. It can't be that just one side is guilty. Yeah, because it's Kemayim Aponim Laponim. So it 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 could be that Yosef himself had to be sold for Avdus and he had to be in a base asurim. Because he also had part, he also had a part in this machloikis. So how did Yosef come out of the Beis Asur? They had, the Sarah Mashkin and the Sarah Oifin had a dream. They had their dreams. Why do you look bad? And therefore they told him the dreams and he was poised to the dreams. And then uh, eventually, after two years, they brought him to be poised to the Chalai Misafari, became the Mishnah of Mitzrayim, who ashalat to Amashbir. So the key to his redemption was really the fact that he noticed, Madua Pnechem Roim Hayoim. He noticed the Hinam Zoyafim, and he asked them, he took an interest. 
Now Yosef Atzadik, we know he was in a different um, a different world than the Sar Mashkin and Sar Oifen spiritually. He he also, I mean, should have had uh, shouldn't have had much uh, positive feelings to the Sar Mashkin and Sar Oifen who represented the regime that put him into jail. I mean, they were part of that they they were part of that regime, and 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 also. I mean to say, when somebody's in jail, probably he's not in a good mood. So uh, he must have noticed that today they're in a bit of a worse mood than yesterday. I mean, Madua Pnechem Roy Mayoim was a kasha, was a shayla. Why do you look a bit more upset than you were yesterday? So to notice that, you have to be really a very, very uh, caring and very sensitive to other people. And 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 Mamela, Mamela, that. That was really the tikkun that Yosef made on his part in the machloikis with his brothers. So, so that's that's and Yosef was zoicha, you know, as uh, we know that svaslo yodati eshma. Eidus be a hoisef samoy, but say say alaretz mitzrayim svaslo yodati eshma. The Gemara says in Soiter that. that at this point he came to a point where he understands languages that he never understood before. We can say that somebody that's attentive to facial expressions, I mean, not only to what's, not only to verbal communication, like Yosef, who noticed the Hinam Zoyafim, he cared about the Hinam so he transcends the barriers of language. He has the ability to hear even when it's spoken in a language that he doesn't speak. I'll go upon him so the, 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 the tikkun, as Hazal say, that the tikkun for the hate of Machiris Yosef is Nimshik in all Doris. Yeah, the, the, the Machlon, the Shivte Yeshurun says the Meshachachma is, is referring to the hate of Mechiris Yosef, but it's unfortunate Chazal that in every generation, we, 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 we are punished and we are part of the process of correction of the hate Mechiris Yosef. So it's, the, the, the tikkun is to develop that sensitivity of Bishchananoi Eileinu, Madua Shamanu, that we should, we should, we should be attentive to other people's pain and we should notice and we should care and we should, uh, Look out to help others. Okay, Rabbi Sai, having said that, I think that uh, I'm going to wish you a good Shabbos.